Survivors of the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre may get another day in court. A bill to require free feminine products in schools received subcommittee approval. Will Rogers World Airport is one step closer to offering direct international flights and an update on a student whose actions caused quite a ruckus this time last week. I'm Jim Johnson with the KGOU PM News Brief for Friday, February 23rd. Survivors of the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre may get another shot at a reparations lawsuit after its dismissal last year. OPMX's Ben Abrams reports that the state's highest court is set to hear them out. According to court filings, the Oklahoma Supreme Court will allow oral arguments from the survivors' legal team in April on whether to send their public nuisance case to trial. Lead attorney Demario Solomon Simmons released a statement thanking the court for their, quote, swift attention to the case. The two remaining survivors of the massacre, Viola Fletcher and Lessie Benningfield Randall, are seeking reparations from the city of Tulsa, accusing it of being complicit in the massacre. Attorneys for the survivors argue Oklahoma's public nuisance law applies to their clients because the massacre still has lasting effects for them and the Greenwood community to this day. A Tulsa County District judge dismissed the case in July. A decision from the Supreme Court could decide if that dismissal was wrong. In Tulsa, I'm Ben Abrams. In Oklahoma schools, educators and local nonprofits often purchase menstrual products to help students access free supplies. But as State Impact's Jillian Taylor reports, a bill advanced in the legislature that would require 6th through 12th grade schools to provide free products. Lindsay Republican Cynthia Rowe authored House Bill 3329, which would make free menstrual products accessible to students in school bathrooms, the nurse's office, and administrative offices. Period OKC President Lindley Smith says her nonprofit donated around 100,000 products to public schools last year but there are still schools across the state that need them. Smith says the effects of funding those products could be significant. Well, with a quarter of our students missing school because they don't have access to menstrual products, imagine how much that would affect the absenteeism rate. The bill was approved unanimously in the House A&B Education Subcommittee and is now waiting to be heard in the full A&B Committee. For State Impact, I'm Jillian Taylor. Will Rogers World Airport is one step closer to offering direct international flights in and out of Oklahoma City. The airport trust approved a plan to create an international customs inspection center at the airport. Officials say Customs and Border Protection will staff the international gate, which is expected to open by the end of this year. The $12 million project will be funded by airport revenues. And an OU student who placed a suspicious package at the University of Oklahoma last Friday will not face any charges. OUPD says the student came forward and is protected under free speech. A sign and package was left behind Gaylord Hall and led to a massive police presence and response that included the bomb squad. Police Chief Nate Tarver told OU Daily the package was protest art and had no intent to harm. The university says they're reviewing the incident and could address it through university policies. Thanks for making KGOU your NPR source. You can find out more about this public media service online at kgou.org. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. 
Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts.